hold me so close. I feel your breath over me. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to any side of the world you're listening from. It's a beautiful Sunday afternoon. Welcome to Hang Out with Tiluani. Yes, I remain your very own host, Olumiwa Goodius Tiluani. Yeah, we talk about various topics from music to fashion. So you can just name it or think of anything at all, everything. Our angle is what is God saying about a particular situation, what is God saying about a particular topic, not what the world is saying, but what is God saying about it. So sit back and enjoy. Mortal man, awesome God. Mortal man, awesome God. I am Welcome back, and today we're talking about something very interesting. But before I go straight into the topic, I we have a guest here, and I would like him to introduce himself. So, sir, please introduce yourself. Good evening, everybody. My name is Victor Adeagu. Um, I'm a medical doctor. Yeah, yeah. I think I'm, I'm a child of God first. I'm a medical <laughs> okay. doctor. Yeah, and. Um, I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much. Sorry, I thought you, sorry, you forgot the man of God part. Man of God? Yes. I'm a child of God. We are all sons of God. I adopted mm. the family of God. Mm. Yes, son of God. Okay. Yes. okay. So today's topic, we're talking about the growing man, the believers work with God. So that's what today's topic is, the growing man, the believers work with God. And so, sir, when you got this topic, what was the first thing that struck your mind? I was, it's a beautiful topic actually. The great man, the believers work with God. Look, I realize that the, at the core of everything we do for the kingdom, at the core of our Christianity, is actually that relationship with God. And we have to know how and what to do about it. You know, many of us just got into the system and we're just thrown into it. We didn't really, we just got saved, but there was no real follow up or teaching or training on how to actually build a relationship with God. No, the issue is not even the fact that God wants to God. We know that God wants to have a relationship with us. Mm-hmm. But the issue we have to know how to go about it. No, I'll talk about in First Corinthians chapter one. Okay. Talk about the fact that God is faithful by whom you were called into the fellowship of his son Jesus Christ. And that means us God that called us into fellowship. And how did he call us into fellowship? The fact that he gave his son Jesus, he gave his son to ransom us, to deliver us from sin. That obviously the Colossians will say he has translated from the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of his dear son. And now that we're in the kingdom of his dear son, there's a need for us to learn how to work in this new realm, how to work in this kingdom that we are being called into by God. Okay, thank you, sir. Every time I hear you quote scriptures, I'm like, hey, God. I think I was talking to one of my friends one day, and then she was like, she thinks you're reading the back of the Bible because, <laughs> okay, that's a side share. So, um, I think you've spoken about what came to your mind when you, when you first heard the topic, the going So, is it necessary for a believer to grow? And, like, are we supposed to grow? I thought once you're saved, you just, you know, you're growing up and all and all. Yeah. Yes, you know, in, in, in scripture, we realize that for a lot of spiritual realities were put, explained in parallel terms of physical realities. What I mean by that is the fact that we see Paul using um, the, um, things like um, athletes and the race they run to explain the Christian race. Mm-hmm. You, you see, 
consistent use of natural things to explain spiritual things. And so the same way we see that in the natural realm, the physical realm, we see the fact that a child is born. Okay. And a child actually needs to grow. Sometimes the, the growth for a child also comes, but there are things that you have to put in place for the growth to be normal. A child that is not well fed with certain nutrients to come down with certain diseases, even though it seems to be increasing in age, increasing in, in years, but I come down with certain diseases at the end of the day. So that is bringing that same thing to the spiritual world, this realm where we are. There's a need for us to grow. There's a need for us to grow. Need for us to um, become. To um, how do I explain it now? Need for us to move from where we are to where we are supposed to be. See, God already gave us Jesus and redeemed us, but He wants us to, in our daily activities, the way we are, to become like Him. The Bible says in Romans 12 to say we should renew our mind, and that's a command because God wants it to be like. When people outside, I know even believers, look at us and see our lives, they can actually see that there's a difference. So he says in Romans 12, he says, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The renewing of your mind is a process of growth. So we also see in 1 Peter, 1 Peter 2, 1 Peter 2 verse 2, it says that as newborn babes desire the sincere milk of the world, that he may grow thereby. So that means growth is a command, growth is a necessity. Growth is something that God desires of every believer. So that at the end of the day, we become like him. We know his mind. We can sit and carry out the father's activities. And growth is also a sign of maturity. And for, 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 for it, it, just like in natural things, for example, it, a father cannot hand over his khaki to a two-year-old mm-hmm. to go and wash or to go and drive. But as the son begins to grow to maturity, as he approaches the ages of 15, 16, 17, 18, he starts getting responsible. He knows when to wash the tire, then gradually he washes the whole car. The same thing. God wants to give responsibilities to us. And that's why we need to grow. So growth is a major necessity in the kingdom. Growth is a major necessity in the kingdom. So that we can, as we have been called into fellowship with the Father, we can now be useful and be people that are usable on earth to do the Father's bidding. And that. So growth is very important. Um, okay, thank you very much, sir. So I was reading a book and then I stumbled upon some things and I would like you to like share it to us or like explain it to us in good. So yes, the the first the writer said something about babyhood, childhood, and um, manhood, and then he also said something about uh, he also said something about the the natural man, the carnal man, and then the spiritual man. So how does this have to play in the spiritual life of a believer? So. Let's go back to scriptures. You know? Okay. So we, you have to see where it says in scripture. It says in 1 John chapter 2, verse 12 to 14. That's where we get those um, little children, the child, or that baby, or the young man, and then the father. Mm-hmm. So I write to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven you for his name's sake. I write to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. Mm-hmm. I write to you, young men, because you have overcome the wicked one. I write to you, little children, because you have known the father. I have written to you, fathers, because you have not always from the beginning. I have written to you, young men, because you are strong and the word of God abides in you. I have overcome the wicked one. Basically saying that the Bible explains it this way that it caught on poor little children because they understood, their understanding was the fact that their sins are forgiven, yeah. which is what brought us to salvation. Yeah. So, understanding that my sins are forgiven is what God may say. Understanding the fact that God has forgiven me of these sins. I said in 1 John 2, he said he has forgiven our sin, not just our sin, 1 John 
2 verse 1 to 2. Let us have us only, but for the sins of the old world. Right. So they are turning separate for the sins of the old world. And when any man believes that, he gets saved. So it says that the babyhood or the childhood stage is the stage where they understand that their sins are forgiven. Mm-hmm. It says fatherhood stage is the stage where they know God, that is, they have gone into a relationship with God, they have seen depth in God and come to know God. And then we have the young men, those that have used the word of God, they have produced results. It says in verse 14, I have written to young men because you are strong and the word of God abides with you. So they have grown from knowing that their sins are forgiven to knowing, working and producing results by their faith in God. And then having the word of them abiding them. And then the fathers are the ones that have basically they, they have grown in depth of knowledge and revelation of, of God. So that's the first category that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. The first second category that you mentioned, I think is is found in first Corinthians three. I think you mentioned carnal mass, natural mass, spiritual mass. Yes, first Corinthians three. The first Corinthians three. So verse one says that brethren, I brethren could not speak to you as to spiritual people, but as to carnal. As to babes in Christ, okay. so he likens canal people to babes as babes in Christ. Okay. The canal the, the there was not using that the term as but people that are not saved. It was using as people that are more aware of their um, the natural or the the they are more aware of their physical reality than of their spiritual realities. Okay. So usually these are probably just God saved. They are just renewing their mind. So they might still do certain things the way they used to do it before because they are more aware of. The way they were before, they are more aware of the world and systems of the world. Then, so he said, but as to carnal, as to babes in Christ, I fed you with milk and not the solid food. For until now, ye were not able to receive it. And I talk about the fact that these people are carnal. So he said he was talking to them as carnal people, not as spiritual. Meaning that for believers, there are those two categories largely, mm-hmm. and he said in that category, the carnal man and the spiritual man. Spiritual man is one that's God saved, both of them are saved, but the spiritual man is now more aware. He has, allowed, he has reached a point where he allows his spirit to determine what he does. So his, his spirit has gained ascendancy over the soul so much that the spirit dictates what he does. Why the carnal man is a believer that has not yet renewed his mind, he's not mm-hmm. yet trained. A natural man is the man that has not believed. Okay. The, provision of, the provision of forgiveness of sins is there, but he has not received it. So um, those categories exist, but I think. For me, the, the most important part for every believer to know is the fact that one God loves all of us. Mm-hmm. And God once, is saved and you are saved. Exactly. Okay. He loves all of us, whether you are saved or not. And then even loved us while we are yet sinners. Romans 5 while we are yet sinners, Christ died for mm-hmm. us. Yeah. But when we, and it was one that called us into fellowship, mm-hmm. like I showed us already, first Corinthians 1 9, called us to fellowship with his son. And so we are now in fellowship. And then Romans 8 tells us the fact that Romans 8 from verse 14 says, in verse 14 says, as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. And then it goes on to talk about the fact that we are now adopted in verse 15. For ye did not receive the Spirit of God against fear, but the Spirit of adoption by whom we cry about Father. Meaning that everyone that is adopted to that family is called, can call God Father. So whether you see yourself as a baby, whether you see yourself as a young man or someone that is mature, the most important thing is the fact that we all understand the fact that God is our Father. Okay. Everyone that is saved has the right, authority to call God Father. So he said in John 1, said, as many as I, as many as I received him, to them he gave power, authority, exousia, to become sons of God. That is, they are now, they have the right to call God their Father. So I think the, the, for me, the most important thing is the fact that understanding that you are saved, understanding the fact that you are and a point of salvation became adopted into the family and you 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 are loved by god and he wants to know you 
Okay. I think that's enough for everybody. God is the one that called you to fellowship. Understand that is that basis he called you to fellowship because he wants to get to know you, and he wants you to get to know him. Okay. I I I think that will save a lot. Because I, I see a lot of people going around trying to say that they are young men, their fathers, when they have not actually grown. So I think the, the main thing is pursuing God, getting to grow in our relationship, knowing the fact that God is our Father and He wants us to know Him. I think that's that's the principal thing for me. Okay, um, thank you very much, sir. So, how, how will a person recognize where he is now? Like all these stages that you've, you've listed out or you've discussed. Because I you know there's this popular problem that says that you have to know if there's a problem for you to actually address the problem. So, okay, all right. Let, 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 okay, let, let me answer. I'll, I'll use the second illustration. I, I think that one is simpler than the first one. Okay. That's um, the natural man. Cannot man, spiritual man. So natural man is man that is not saved. So yes, I agree. Very different. So the cannot that natural natural man, man that is not saved. Then we have the cannot and spiritual. Yeah. So basically, I, I think the basic difference is in terms of renewal of mind. Mm-hmm. So the carnal person is saved. He's actually saved. Mm-hmm. He, 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 he's saved entirely. He has the seed of God in him. Yeah. He, he, he's righteous. He has been justified by faith. You see, Bible says in Romans Roman 5, verse 1, to the fact that we have been justified by faith through our Lord Jesus Christ. So we have peace with God and therefore we are justified by faith. So everyone is justified by faith. But the difference for me would be how have you are you renewing your mind? For a person that is renewing his mind continually, you will know as you will be screwing so much that you will not know when you actually be, get to a point where your spirit now dominates. The idea of spiritual growth is actually this, that we grow, renew our souls to a point where it now yields to our spirit, where it now it allows our spirit to find expression. So it's no longer um, your spirit wants to do something your body, your soul is not used to because your soul has learned the way of sin. So you are not teaching your soul the way of righteousness, even though your spirit is now righteous. But your soul has to learn the way of righteousness so that the righteousness of your spirit can show. Because everything is everything that we receive is, is shown forth by our souls. Mm-hmm. You understand? It's shown forth by our souls. So, so I think the, the main thing for me is where are you in the, at in winning your mind? How much? Are they giving? How much time? How much dedication have you given to renew your mind by the, with the word of God? How much growth have you experienced in the kind of thoughts you have, the kind of uh, things that come to your mind, in the things that um, you think about, basically? So, so, so for me, I think assessing it, I'll tell anybody that. So, ask yourself the question: Have I been renewing my mind? Mm-hmm. If the answer is no, you know where you are because you can't become a spiritual man. That the Paul was talking about, a man that allows his, his spirit dominate his, uh, uh, the things that he does. If you have not been renewing your mind, because there will be always be that competition between your soul and your spirit. If you mm-hmm. are not renewing your mind, so the point is, have you been renewing your mind? And if you are, you should have started seeing changes so you can grade where you are. Okay. Properly. Thank you very much. So this will be the last question for today. Um. So. It's popular saying that a kind of man will go to hell, and you know, once you're kind of, you're not spiritually minded, they will be waiting for you. David, your father, and all sorts like that. So, so can you please help us shed light on this? Okay. Oh, okay. Let me just use scriptures to answer this question because that's the final thing. I see in John three sixteen, for God so loved the world mm-hmm. that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish. Mm-hmm. 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 So the, the, the 
the the the, the, the requirement or the condition for having eternal life, everlasting life, is salvation that you believe in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Bible says in 1 John 5, verse 11, says, and this is the testimony that God has given us eternal life, and this life is in the Son. He who has the Son has life. So everyone that is saved has the Son, and so everybody that is saved has life. So the only requirement for going to heaven, of a man to be in heaven, is salvation. Salvation. Once your faith is in Jesus, you are heading to heaven. So the Bible talks, you know, if you read the Pauline um, writings, the Lord, you realize that Paul spoke with so much assurance with salvation. Yeah, and that's for everybody. The Bible says in Philippians 3, verse 20, it says, For our citizenship is of heaven. That's the fact that, I'll just end on this note, the Bible talks about the fact that Luke 15, from verse 1 to 10, Jesus gave two parables. One parable of a man with hundred sheep. And I lost one, and he went to for that one. And he said, There is rejoicing in heaven. There's rejoicing in heaven for that one that got saved. Meaning that the fact that if God did not wait till that man got to heaven to rejoice, and heaven rejoiced when he got saved, that means the man to go to heaven. You understand? So, all a man needs to go to heaven is salvation. So, the question is this man we're talking about, is he saved? If he's saved, he's going to heaven. If his faith is in Jesus, Thank you very much, sir. So this is a wrap up to this episode and hang out with you and thank you and God bless thank you. Thank you so much for having me. End of today's episode and hang out with you and I remain your very own girl, Ulumiwa Goodness Tiruani. Thank you for staying tuned and thank you for listening to the end. I would I would ask or I would plead that we like, we subscribe, we follow on our Instagram pages, which um you see it on the link below. Thank you so much and see you next week. Bye bye. Oh,